Hey, it's Brian K. Vaughn, and you're listening to Chris's Comics. Welcome to Chris's Comics. My name is Chris and this is a podcast about comic books. Today I'm joined by punk rock pirate time lord, Mr. Jay Burnett. Surprise! Yes, we're back. <laughs> the rumours of our demise were greatly exaggerated. It has been a long time. Um, in fact, the last episode that I released was four months ago. Shut up. And it wasn't even about comic books. We talked about phase four of the MCU. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> so, to tell me? Yeah. Oh, God. The last time that we actually talked about comic books oh, no. was six months ago. Oh no. Yeah. Really? Really. So if we if I've got any listeners left, thank you for downloading this and sticking around. I will be making more of these in the future. JB will be here. We'll regularly oh. um we're gonna talk about comics a lot in 2020 yeah we just, it's a new year's resolution yes you did i just brought it up before as like just off the cuff you haven't you didn't set this you've, you've just revealed this to me right now mm. whilst recording you went well it's funny you mentioned that i'll come into that while we talk but it has been a while i must have known it's been a while six like, months six months christ on a bike <laughs> so anyway today we are going to talk about comic books we're going to talk about all of our favourite comic books of 2019 and the stuff that we didn't like too mm-hmm. and all of your favourite comic books too listeners you've been voting in the polls thanks for all your votes you've commented in all your suggestions on Facebook and Instagram we're going to discuss all of that and give some shout outs so I guess let's just get stuck into it yeah. um, we have released the categories over Instagram uh, the past couple of days uh, we've me and JB have revealed to each other who our books of the year, etc. I always feel it's weird so, doing that, but I get. I like what you do. You make the, the yeah, viewers vote. I, I, I felt funny showing my cards, showing my hands, because I have this weird feeling that you're going to look at them and go, "Oh shit, you said that. I'm going to change." <laughs> no, no. Honestly, I'll show you my notes. You can see the dates. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, no, we've been I, friends that long. You're not that petty. No, we. Um, Luckily, we have picked different things, so I put them up on the polls for the public to vote for. Because, in the words of uh, Chancellor Palpatine, I I love democracy, <laughs> and I, I let the people choose. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll announce what we chose. We'll announce who you guys uh, said, and then we'll announce the winner. Uh, so let's get let's jump into the first category, okay? Which is the big one, really, best comic book series of 2019. Mine was Deceased from DC Comics. What was yours, JB? I believe I said Daredevil. You said Daredevil, I yeah. did say Daredevil. I am wearing a Daredevil t-shirt right now and everything. I'm very pro-Daredevil. <laughs> um, so, what did you guys say? Let me just 
scroll through my notes. I'm not very organised here. So when you say what do they say, is this just what the nominations are? Not are going, oh, I see, not the poll. Yeah, the poll is, comes at, at the end. I, that's what I got yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. So, um, Chris Walker uh, said Gideon Falls, Ice Cream Man, both from Image. What were you going to say about Ice Cream Man? I was just going to say, do you remember when Ice Cream Man got announced to me and you pissed ourselves? Yeah, yeah, apparently it was dead good. I know, I've heard it's really good. I can't regret our pissing. So, uh, Lee from Bath Comics, shout out. Um, He said The Immortal Hulk, Mm. Punisher, Deceased, Superman Year One. Uh, Ben Allen, guest of the pod, he said Murder Falcon. Which is on Skybound, no, which is an imprint of Image. Yeah, no, I've, I I recommended Murder Falcon as my comic book pick of the week. Oh. And then I could not get fucking hold of it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because I could see the build-up and I was like, oh, I'm really interested. And I always go off that and I couldn't get hold of it, so I'm going to get the trade now. Yeah, dude. Well, the thing is, I had Ben Allen on the show a few months back and he talked about Murder Falcon. I think he'd only just started um, reading it back then. Uh, but he has been absolutely loving it apparently and I've looked at it on online like reviews and that and there's some really really positive reviews on it and you can actually pick up the trade now on Amazon for £12.59 that's pretty reduced cheap. from £22.99 can I point out also that Ben Allen I was I went to uh, Thorpe Bubble in Wales with the missus I was in a queue oh did you see him? But, well I was waiting to meet Al Ewing and this girl in front of me heard me talking uh, on the phone to someone and she just went oh are you waiting for Al Ewing as well because it's a weird double queue they made you queue so some people were queuing for like uh, the, a woman from the Great British Bake Off and other people were queuing for Al Ewing in why the was same there someone queue. from the Great British Bake Off there? she was signing a book did she do a comic book? no oh oh, that's it I think she's the wife of the man who organises it so he just oh. puts her in there right yeah that's a bit cheeky it's, it? it's not who you know it's who you blow but <laughs> We're both in the same queue, and while I'm talking to her and explaining that I'm to see Al Ewing, uh, and what we like, I all of a sudden hear go, oh my god, I know that voice. I turn around, and Ben Allen was there, and he went, I only know that voice off podcast, but you're JB, aren't you? Oh, no way! <laughs> yeah, and then this girl was like, are you famous? Well, <laughs> some people say. Some That's circles. fucking brilliant. It was fucking great, so no, thanks Ben, it was really good catching up with him as well. I've never actually met Ben and Ben Allen in real life. Really? Sorry if I'm, by the way, I've had a few drinks, and we are actually having a bit of a knee well, up tonight, the, and the, I can't pronounce certain things. Which what is, do you call this award ceremony? It's Chris's Comics Best of 2019, it's catchy. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of ring to drinks. Yeah, so uh, apologies for my slurred speech. But yeah, uh, Ben Allen, I've never actually met the dude in real life. It's literally all been online. Um, but he is coming to Liverpool Comic Con next month, I think. Are you going to, that's got so many, like, ga- Gaz is messaged me before. If people, friends of the uh, pod, Gaz, who uh, is also a talk nerdy pop friend pod. Um, he, he literally messaged me, and it's the most Gaz message in the world. Did he send me the same message about the guests? Oh, what did he send you? Yeah, about like the American Pie guests. But have you seen a lineup for Liverpool Comic Con? Can we not wrangle some guesties for me to go perv on Shannon Elizabeth and Tara Reid? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's going to be like fucking the boys, isn't it? Clarissa's there, old school Sabrina, mate. Everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. Some mad mad names on that. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to go down to that. 
But anyway, and hang but, out. But anyway, hashtag. We digress. Yeah. Um. So Murder Falcon, uh, really cheap on Amazon right now. Looks great. I'll read the synopsis because it sounds batshit crazy. Uh. By the way, it's by a fella called Daniel Warren Johnson, Has and he, done he anything else? does. Uh, uh. Ben's gonna be shouting his podcast advice right now. I, I can't be asked looking, but. He he's a very talented guy. Okay, um, <laughs> I take your word for it. Uh, oh shit! I read something that he was doing. There's a new book that he's done. Oh, Wonder Woman. Uh, there's a Wonder Woman Is book Wonder that Woman? came out last month. It was it's called Wonder Woman. Scarred Earth. Oh I no, think. it's the uh, it's Dead Earth. It's dead, it's Earth. dead Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's just used, that. He's used the same illustrator, or he is the illustrator as well. Then because I I was looking, yeah, at the, yeah. I saw this page, this A4 page in, uh, thing of it, and going, I've heard about this, and I looked at it, and I was like, that artwork looks so familiar, and I couldn't yeah. place it, and it is. It's, it's very distinctive. It's that. Um, yeah. Ben uh, says that he loves the way how he manages to capture like movement. Uh, really cool the way he does that. Uh, so anyway, here's the product description. Go on. It's time to shred. From Daniel Warren Johnson, creative Eisner nominated Extremity. Ah, that's what he does, Extremity. I've got the whole series of that. That was really good. Um, comes Murder Falcon. Uh, the world is under attack by monsters and Jake's life is falling apart. No bands, no girl, no future until he meets Murder Falcon. He was sent from the heavy to destroy all evil, but he can't do it without Jake shredding up a storm now with every chord Jake plays on his guitar the power of metal fuels Murder Falcon into all out kung fu fury on those that seek to conquer Earth this <laughs> so out. he's going to play his guitar well and that like fuels the <laughs> this sounds somewhere between that heavy metal game the Jack Black voice and have you seen there's a, a new is it not elves, gnomes? What's that toy that kids play with? Is it gnomes, elves? I don't know. Tiny people. Trolls? Trolls! That's it. The trolls, a new trolls film coming out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, the synopsis of that is that oh, there's yeah. a heavy metal troll yeah. who wants to destroy yeah. all of music with her. I was watching this going, I, I don't want to be offended by a trolls film. But I'm really offended right now that what <laughs> metal, heavy metal is, is, is the antithesis evil. of music. Fuck you. <laughs> There's actually a Teen Titans episode which has a pretty similar theme, and they all like go metal, and it's hilarious. Uh, so anyway, that's Murder Falcon. Let's move on. Some more of you guys' favorite comic book series of the year: Rich Watkin from Not Casey's, friend of the pods. Oh, sick! Uh, he says House of X and Powers of Ten. Now, that gets mentioned a lot. That was the new Hickman uh, X-Men thing. Like, this was like... This oh, has mutants, changed the face of mutants. Like, mm. I don't know. Have you heard much about it? All I seem to know, and bear in mind this is a person who has no interest... Well, I, I don't have any interest in anything mutants since 1992. I just... I don't like anything mutant pre-92 or after 92. I like specifically just the cartoon. But... Isn't it like that? Uh, the main uh, Professor X, like advances and is now he's a, he's a full he can walk he can he can do all sorts and he's made a, a utopia for all the mutants to live in. Kind of yeah. This place is called Krakoa, and it is like a, a mutant uh, utopia. 
Uh, there's portals all around the world, and any mutant can step in the portal and go instantly to Krakoa. Um, they have all these miracle drugs there that they're using to um, sell on the black market to the humans. Um, there's there's so much shit going on. But anyway, this is... I, I don't know if I'd recommend it for you to read because I think without an, a pretty intensive knowledge of like Mutants. X-Men comic book history, it might fall a little bit flat. However, I will recommend to you my favourite Dawn of X book, which is the titles that came after this uh, event. Uh, it's called Marauders, and it's so fucking good, man. Is this a pirate one? Yes! So Kitty Pride is now called Kate, and she is now... Is it storyline? No, 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 this is how things are now. This is They're X-Men now. Uh, so she's called Kate, and she is now the captain of the Marauder uh, ship, um, and she has Hold Fast tattooed on her knuckles, and she's a fucking badass. Captain Kate Pride. Actually, you know what? I read issue five last night, and I was like, shit. I should have picked her for my comic book character of the year because she clearly was my, my favourite character this year, but I picked Batman because Batman, whatever. Um, but yeah, I do recommend that book. You don't have to go into it um, having read the event. I pretty much just set you up for it now. She's in charge of rescuing mutants that have been uh, held captive that aren't able to go to Krakoa. Uh, she's... Uh, On a wooden boat. It's not wooden, it's like a proper nice uh, like liner. You know, she's got a nice boat. Um, it's 2020! Yeah, And yeah. there's portals, Yeah, but she's on a boat. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, I forgot, that's a key thing, right? So she can't go through any of the portals for some reason, you know, because she can, like, phase through things. Yeah, yeah. So she tried to walk through a portal, and she's got a fucking broken nose, that's why she's got plaster on her nose now. And, like... Right. So she has to travel around on the ship. Okay. Well, um, she, she doesn't have to. She can. She can still phase normally. Yeah. But anyway, that's the that's the book. <laughs> I'm just saying. The what? book, right? The book is fucking great. I didn't do a very good job of selling it. She doesn't have to have a boat just because she broke <laughs> her nose on a portal. Right. Christ. Let me let me tell you something that happened in the book. Right. Spoilers for Dawn of X, but Professor Xavier dies pretty early on, and the first thing that they do when they find out that he's dead is they go to a tattoo parlour and they all get a tattoo. Pyro gets a black skull on his face. His whole face is a black skull now. Uh, she gets hold fast on her knuckles. Storm's like, fuck that, I'm never going to tattoo. Um, it, it's hilarious. It's Storm says no to the tattoo. Yeah. Even though she is of... And I don't mean this in a racist way. She's of African descent. She's literally from Wakanda, isn't she? She's not from Wakanda, no. Is she not from Wakanda? No. But I would have thought she's tribal. Well, anyway, that's what happens, and it's great, and I recommend it. Oh, okay. And it, and it, yeah, I kind of wish I picked it for my book of the year now as well. Well, anyway, I didn't. Anyway, let's move on because we're fucking digressing here. Uh, so we've got some uh, some members of staff from Rick's Comic City in Nashville, Tennessee, Texas. Uh, yeah, it's it's not fucking <laughs> Texas. I still say like he filled my message with you with a, and he said. Well, that's what you get. I don't know what it came down to, but I, he was like, you only get that over here, and I just sent him a meme of Canada. <laughs> he was like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Field Mouse, the boss mouse, he says House of X, Powers of Ten, um, Action Comics, and Superman. Andrew said Die, and Far Sector. Uh, Justin said Nightwing, and Justice League. 
Connie said Captain Marvel and Harleen. Now, Captain Marvel, I really enjoyed to begin with, and then I completely just dropped Which off it. Which Captain Marvel? Is it Life of Captain Marvel? Because I look. No, actually... no, just the main run. See, I didn't know. I didn't like the main. I, I didn't mind it, but it's 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 okay. But Life of Captain Marvel was so good that, and I'm not afraid to say this. I'm not ashamed. I was in Brewdog reading the last issue because I was waiting for a train, and I cried <laughs> reading the last issue. <laughs> Because it's, Saga it, has made me cry. Yeah, uh, there's very few comics that have made me cry, but Saga is one of them. But Captain Life of Captain Marvel made me cry. So uh, Caleb Hampton says House of X, Powers of Ten, War of the Realms, uh, which I'm not sure on. I heard that wasn't very good. Uh, is that that's the only time I've heard, I forgot that even happened. Yeah, it happened. Hold on, <laughs> War of the Realms. What the fuck? No one mentioned that, and that yeah. was his big finish. That was his big like. I've been building to this for twenty five years, about ten years. Jason Aaron, yeah, yeah. Um, but... King Thor, Skyward from Image Comics, and Excellent from Image Comics. No one mentioning Strayed, and I heard good about that, and I'm gonna pick that up. Still. Oh yeah, I, I remember him just about that. Uh, Josh Beasley says War of the Realms, King mm. Thor, Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Conan, Tiffany. Conan came back strong. Like, I haven't read it, but Conan came back and he was in everything. So you got Conan, and then Conan's in the uh, Savage Avengers, and they've really just gone, like, double down on Conan, and I think it's worked. So it's because uh, you got that. Tiffany Rust said Harleen and Criminal Insanity. Those were the two uh, Harley Quinn DC Black Label books. No, it's the two DC Black Label book books. Uh, uh, Criminal Insanity. Oh, yeah, she is in that, isn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah, yeah, It's like a true crime thing. Yeah, I didn't bother with that. I've got... I didn't, because I, I looked at the, the artwork, and I was like, oh... For which Not Harley for me. Criminal Insanity. There's two artists on it. Um, it's like flashbacks. One's like flashbacks, and one's like the present. Mm. And it looks like photorealistic. Like like a you know like a true crime comic kind mm-hmm. of thing, not my style at all. But obviously, people have enjoyed it. It's I haven't read successful. the third part of Harleen yet, but I've been enjoying it. Yeah, I've read the first issue of that. Um, it, it I I appreciated it for what it was. Put it that way. The first um, issue is unusual, but if you get this get the second issue, it kind of it pulls the first issue up to its level. Mm. I, I, I got the first issue much more from reading the second issue. I wasn't sure about the Joker being drawn like a pretty boy as well, though. It yeah, was... it's still a bit weird, but I almost feel now that when I'm reading it that I'm seeing the Joker being drawn, how she's depicting it in her head. Yeah, yeah. That's Obviously, all... that's the style. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't to my taste. You like, uh, you like, you like a dirty, ugly boy. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like Kelly Jones' Joker, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Um, Kyle Thompson said Symbiote Spider-Man. Star Trek versus Transformers. Not so, hold on. Let's not brush over that. Symbiote Spider-Man over Spider-Man? Well, over ASM, you mean. Yeah. Now, we'll talk about ASM. Amazing Spider-Man by Nick Spencer. The current run, when you're caught up, because, man, has that gone off the rails. And I don't know whether it's due to editorial mandate or whatever, because there's been lots of events pushed on the Spider-Books at the moment. But that book has gone off the fucking rails, man. I gave one of the previous issues, one of the most recent issues, I, I have Goodreads, um, I rated it one star. And really? I never rate any books one star. It was 
pants, man. Honestly, uh, well, I've the got... art in it is awful. Like Ryan Outley, please come back. Anyone, anyone that's been on it. I got. I've figured out it's issue thirty onwards. I've not read yet. Because you're waiting for the carnage omnibus, aren't you? Absolute uh, carnage. I, I caved after our conversation. Um, word to the wise people listening I, I, I didn't read Carnage Absolute Carnage because I wanted to, to read all the times because I'm such an OCD cunt and um, it turns out that Absolute Carnage has been released this week but the omnibus of all the times isn't released until August because as Chris so aptly put it comic book logic doesn't make any fucking sense so I realised I can't wait until then to read these Spider-Man comics so I've ordered Absolute carnage um, is on its way. When I get that, I can catch up. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm worried now. What you <laughs> yeah, honestly, mate, I, I will talk about that with you. So that maybe that's why you chose Symbiote Spider-Man over ASM because ASM has been all over the place, in my opinion. Um, okay. Star Trek, Star Trek versus Transformers. Now, I wasn't even aware this book came out. I wasn't. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I might have to check that out. I mean, I don't even know how that would work. No. <laughs> does he? Does Kirk shag them all? <laughs> Why is that the first place you go to? <laughs> because Kirk, man. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is a good choice, Kyle. Spider-Man Life Story oh, by Chip yeah. Zdarsky. Yeah. Now, when he said that, I was like, shit, I forgot about that. That was really good, wasn't it? Yeah. That was almost better than Deceased. Now, well, hold on. It, this oh, is maybe thing. it was? No, it was very, 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 very good. But it was only six issues, and there were some things that just didn't quite land all the way with me. It didn't take, it, It's still fantastic, mm. but didn't quite land, but I, I put it down to taste, whereas Daredevil is up to issue 20, 20 issues or something, and each one has been pure gold, so I couldn't. But That's good it, logic. It's a very good shout, though. That's a very good shout. Jared Rust says Absolute Carnage, which we've just discussed. Can't wait. I might even agree with you, Jared, when I read it. Uh, I read issue one, and it was very good. It was ridiculous issue But one. then, like you, I looked at the crossovers and the whole list, <laughs> yeah, I like, and I was like, fuck that, I'm not reading it. I went to my bank and went, Can you, I've got a business plan, what is it? And I showed them that. <laughs> The absolute carnage for checklist. Lo- yeah, for a loan. Like, you are having a laugh, Marvel. Honestly, how rich do you think your readers are? Like, <laughs> uh, Jeremy Crumpler says deceased, agrees with me. And uh, from Instagram, Little Nerd Busters, he says Spider-Man Life Story. Okay, so let's talk about what we chose. So, why did you pick Daredevil I as picked, your comic I book picked, series of the year? I picked Daredevil because it was so out of left field. Um, I feel that... The character has, over the past few years, gone from being a little bit cartoony to a little bit za- uh, even zany, maybe even be the word. And then um, in the latter stages of this timeline, he's even gone on some mad crossover crazy stuff. And then this has felt like the man without fear again this year with Chip Zdarsky. He has just been very raw and very from the from the rising up again and I mean I, I don't know how to put he, it but I just feel like there's there's no major events there's nothing yeah. it's just a guy he's took it back to the basics of, and that's what I like the streets of Hell's Kitchen yes and it feels like the TV show which was so incredible wasn't it yeah I mean you know I think um He's probably taken a bit of inspiration from the TV show, maybe. I, I, it I it, it feels it. like it. 
But Chips had asked himself, um, when we'll go back to him in a bit for writer of the year. But wow, what a fucking writer he is! Because like, He's done so much this year. When I heard that he was announced as the new writer on Daredevil, I was like, how's he going to do that? Because I've only ever seen him do um, more sort of like light-hearted stuff. I mean, he did uh, Marvel Two in One, the Fantastic Four book. Which I really liked. Um, there's some really good emotional beats in there. I only um, knew him from Sex Criminals. He does the art in Sex Criminals. Oh, does he just yeah, do the art? Matt Fraction does the writing. I thought that. it was a two-way thing. Um, but yeah, when when he was announced as the new writer on Daredevil, I was a bit concerned, and I actually picked up the first issue just out of curiosity because, like, okay, let's see what he does with this. And I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is actually really good. Mm. Uh, the guy, um, he's a chameleon. He, he can just turn his hand to anything. Spider-Man life story, did not see that coming. Didn't mm. think I'd love that as much as I did. But back to Daredevil, yeah. I mean, I can't say a bad word about it. I'm not as up-to-date as you, but from what I have read, I've loved. Um, however, mm. do you want to say any more about it? The only other thing I would note is that one fantastic thing he's doing is telling the story of Daredevil and the story of Kingpin. And the two characters have met once in the whole comic and it doesn't really matter. Like the TV show. uh, (laughs) The arcs arcs are completely separate from each other and are both as interesting and dramatic and thrilling. The, the stories don't they don't need each other in their lives, but at the same time, you can't wait till the two meet. It's it, it's just very good storytelling. That's all. So I presume that you were like me with your comic book series of the year. As soon as you get it, it would be at the top of your pile, and you can't wait to read yeah, it. That's what, what happens I'm... next? Yeah, yeah, and that for me last year was deceased. That was the runaway surprise hit. I was just like, okay. Zombies that have been done to death, no pun intended. Um, But Tom Taylor, man, I mean, fuck, what he did with that book, that concept, like, from the get-go, you were fucking dark side, the anti-life equations involved with Cyborg, and then he's just like, what's happening here? And he comes back to Earth, and then he infects everybody on Earth through, like, a cyber virus, so they become zombies, and it's just like, that's an amazing concept, that's actually genuinely terrifying. And the way that the story just unravels and it it all just goes wrong. And I loved watching it all going wrong. Batman died in like the the first first issue. First issue. I was like, wow, what the fuck is going on in this book? This is insane. Um, And it just, every issue just kept hitting me one after the other. Just like amazing things like fucking uh, Black Canary becoming a Green Lantern. And shit like that. I was just like, this is brilliant. Uh, I loved the character development with John and Damien. Um, it was just a fantastic, like, breathtaking book. And that art, I wasn't keen on it because I, at first because it was... Ta- what, what was his name? Um, oh, I've forgotten no the name idea. of the artist. Hair Scene was the surname, I think. Uh, but I was like, oh, when I saw his name on the book, I was like, oh, I don't like that because... He did a cover for Heroes in Crisis, and it was awful. It was like Harley on the cover, like stood over the Flash holding a mallet, and it was oh, so man. fucking ugly. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can hack this artist on this book, but it really worked, you know, because the subject matter was like zombies and gore, and it was essentially like a horror comic. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. My argument back between the two of us is... <sighs> Mine's an event, and yours is a run. Mm. 
kind of. I was. It's 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 borderline that. I mean, it wasn't an event. It was my, a, it was an Elseworlds one Elseworld. shot. Elseworlds. This is my point. Yours is an Elseworlds, so it just deal, doesn't have to deal with future events. Just has to go off the root work and then can do whatever they want. My one is dealing off root work and has to also take into account going forward and current. Oh That's yeah, it was the only a much thing I would more. Argue. It's much more of a daunting task to take on, that's mm-hmm. for sure. You know, decades of continuity and, you know, making it his own and moving the story forward into something different and new, definitely. Um, I mean, this, it's weird with Daredevil. Like, the last time I'd read Daredevil before this, and this is before the classic, before JB quit his job, but I, he was dealing with a character called T- uh, Twenty Fingers, and it was the leader of the hand, but he had ten fingers on each hand, and that's what made him so... And he's had the black suit on. Yeah, and yeah. I remember reading it going, this is really silly, but it's trying to take itself seriously. Yeah. And I'm kind of in this place where I like the character so much, I'll let it go. At no point have I felt like a tug. I felt like a, 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 to, towards one thing, go, oh, but just uh, just go along with it. The whole ride, I've been like... The the writer gets me. The writer gets the character. The right. I'm mm. I'm in off the long haul. I'm not putting no chip on no chips of Darcy on my shoulder. <laughs> you know, it's he he gets it. That's the only argument I would say. But I might be wrong. I have a feeling deceased wins purely out of the popularity of an event over. Well, it wasn't really an event. Yeah, it was quite heavily. Uh, excuse me, semantics. So the. <laughs> The winner of Best Comic Book Series of 2019. As voted for by the general public who also put the Nazis in power. Oh my god. play at number one is... And voted for Guardians of the Galaxy as film of the decade. Yeah. Which I think is a fairly good choice. No. Anyway, um, I would like to point out before we mention these... What are you laughing at? Like, choking on your beard? Because you, just before you announce the winner, just go on. Um, yeah, just announce <laughs> the winner. You're on the edge of your seat. Yeah. All the the uh, the results from this poll were all pretty fucking close, you know. Oh, can you um, give the percentage as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can tell you exactly who voted because I can see you all on Instagram. Um, so, with 57% of the vote, the winner of Best Comic Book Series of 2019 is Deceased. 57 though 57% Ooh, so it was very close I came close so your your boys uh, who voted for Daredevil uh, Patrick RJ Crowington you know Chris Rowe oh Chris Rowe yeah. uh, not Chris Rowe from the Ataris no. our friend from Formby Crow um, Sebastian Rodrigo Mayori uh, Kaylee Goldie I'm pretty sure she's not read Daredevil but there we go that shows where her alliances lie Chris Walker she's probably not even listening to the show (laughs) we can say what we want about Kaylee Goldie (laughs) we love you Kaylee Um, Chris Walker uh, and Lost in These Stories friend of the pod Uh, and the people who voted for Deceased were uh, Fabulous Freeform Factory that's Uh, not a real account (laughs) it's, it's an account that voted uh, Rich Watkin from Not Katie's. Oh, you used to be cool, man. <laughs> well, everyone, go and follow Rich Watkin on yeah, Instagram. By the way, yeah, follow uh, Rich Watkin. It is Rich Watkin, all one word, underscore is underscore my underscore alter ego. Um, He's on a sick band that used to be in called KTS. Or Not, not Katie's, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. Not Katie's, who I used to watch on P Rock. Yeah. And I think they were sick, weren't they? Absolutely mad that. <laughs> 
when I was a kid going, I want to be like in a band like that, but this guy is now listening to me. Yeah. So just massive it's, shout out. It's so weird. Like I've become friends with him on and Instagram. I didn't even know this when they, I, I've seen him following us. And, yeah. Like and stuff. And I was like, this guy's pretty cool. And it was you who told yeah, me. Yeah, I was like, do you know who that guy is? He was in Not Katie's. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I used to love that If band. you ever want to come on, just let us know. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll somehow arrange Skype it. Skype in, man. Actually, you know what, Rich? I'll message you about this, but just throwing it out there. I would love to use some of your music for, like, the pod intro and outro. Because, like, there's some fucking good shit there, that not yeah. Katie shit. All right. Um, Porg E-Boy, voted for Deceased. Nerd, little Nerd Busters, friend of the pod. That sounds like more than one per- person. It's it's just one dude. Okay. Nerd Busters. He's got um, a YouTube channel. Go to his Instagram, check out his YouTube channel. Uh, the handle for his Instagram is little underscore nerd underscore busters. Um, Lee Christian from Bath Comics voted for deceased. Ding Southport legend. Um, Juan M Pachetta and James Newman. So let's move on to the next category, which is worst comic book series of 2019. I chose Major X. What did you choose, JB? I can't remember. You chose Black Cat. Oh yeah. Um, which yeah. I have issue one framed on my wall, and it's not because I liked the comic at all. Yeah. It's because I love the cover uh, by Art Germ, which is just you know a theme that goes through year to year. Every Art Germ variant I get. Um, so yeah, let's talk about your comics that you didn't like. Um, Little Nerd Busters said Heroes in Crisis was the worst comic book series of 2019. That's harsh. Uh, Chris Walker said Wolverine versus Blade. Which is a one shot. I didn't even know it came out. I didn't see that. Uh, Lee from Bath Comics said Batman. Oh, now this is, <laughs> this is a continuing. And this is why he's, he's leaving. And Death's Head. Um, I quite like the first issue of Death's Head. Um, yeah, let's just touch on Batman quickly. Um, you're not up to date because you're tra- trade waiting it, aren't I'm you? I'm trade waiting, but I must admit it has been like the last trade. I'm slowly trade waiting because I did the War of Drugs and Riddles and I found it really arduous, like really painful. Well, I am very interested in hearing your opinions on how things have wrapped up because Tom King, your Batman run has been. It will be remembered, put it that way. You liked if, it. I very much enjoyed it. But towards the end, it, the wheels have just fallen off. It, it's gone how, very odd. How far towards the end? Because he obviously had to wrap it up early. I think he planned to go to 100 and he's had to go at 87? 85. 85? Yeah, the new issue uh, with the new writer came up, came out this Wednesday, 86. Um, so I've got that on the way. Uh, pre-ordered it, but fucking Forbidden Planet, it just, they take forever to send your books out. Um, Hold on. So the new writer... Yeah, he's took over on issue 86. 86, so yeah. they're not just doing issue 1 again? No. No. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, 86. Is it, continu- is it continuing from 85? Is this guy could take- is he literally taking the wheel, or is it well, a whole new story? It's it's a whole new story. He's wrapped, he's wrapped up this story, this huge story with the whole um, Bane thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been weird, man. It's been so weird, and I can't wait to talk about it with you when you're Updated. Right, so if I now want to go... Because I've been looking forward to this new... Not to give away something later, but I'm looking forward to new Batman with oh, a new writer. Yeah, so yeah. I jump on this now? I'd say Look you at can. your face! But I, I'm, only, I'm only sort of like... 
how can you describe that face to an audio I meeting? feel it's like chewing a wasp. I'm just way. trying to think, because I don't want you to pick up issue 86 and get spoiled for like the past like 20 issues. So it is going um, to... Gonna... I don't know. Put it this way. King has wrapped things up. Oh, actually, do you know the big thing that happened? The oh. huge thing. Yeah, he killed Alfred. Yeah, so Alfred's dead, so that's the big thing. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's that's the biggest. Oh, spoilers by the way for Batman. Oh, that's been that was in the fucking <laughs> yeah. news. Yeah, that was weird as well because like I was reading the book and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. So what? Alfred's dead? What? What? No, <laughs> he can't be dead. I was like, he's going to come back, obviously. And then I just carried on, and and all this came out in the media, and and it's just like, what? So that was Alfred's death scene. Wow, it was just like so weird, just so nonchalant, just like very good, sir. It was really odd, and then obviously the whole Thomas Wayne thing. I don't um, know that. Um, Hold on, I don't know that. <sighs> so right, I'm yeah, I'll, I'll crack on in trade, and you just can you be, you can be my guinea pig, and you tell me. Yeah, what can, yeah, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll read the new issue and let you know. But as far as I know, I don't think I think the King Run just wants to be put to bed, um, and just. That coffin just need that nail just needs to go in that coffin. It just needs to be quite mad words from you. Like last time I yeah, saw you, no, you were no, very pro. And honestly, the field mouse had dropped off, and you were like, "What's going on, field yeah. mouse? It's pretty good." Yeah, no, I, I did like the king run, but um, towards the end, I he, he lost me. He really did because like it was almost like there was a massive time jump at one point. What do you think and he then, got told like more in advance? Like we're not giving you a hundred, we're giving you eighty five, and he's like, "Well, that's." No, issues. this was this was before. This was a while back when the whole uh, City of Bane thing started. In the dark time. Um, and I thought it was like an Elseworlds thing. I was like, oh, this is just a one-shot. Because like, on the front was like Thomas Wayne Batman. And um, oh, who was the girl? I want to say Gotham Girl, but I'm not sure. Um, I, think, so yeah, I, I think he's brought that uh, back. So I thought it was just like a kind of like a, a one-shot tale. Because he kept doing this thing where it was called Nightmares. And it was like Batman hallucinating and like loads of shit, weird shit going on. So I just thought it was another one of those issues, you know. And then as the issues went on, like two or three later, I was like, what, we're still in this like weird hallucination world? And then it's like, no, this is actually DC continuity now. <laughs> like, hang on a minute. Like, it just completely <laughs> lost me. This isn't a horrible nightmare. Like, yeah, it's exactly how I felt. Is this a DCU? It was, it was so weird. Right. Anyway, that's, that's Tom King's Batman. Um... Yeah, I think that the numbers must have dropped for. Um, well, it dropped. It dropped so bad that it Immortal Hulk took over it. Wasn't that a big thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. About? Immortal Hulk outsold Batman. Yeah. Which shouldn't have happened. Really. So let's talk about how bad our books were and why they were worse than those. Now, do you want to go first with Black Cat? I mean, I'm going to go first. It's a very, it's a very lazy punch, but you did send me worst book slash issue. I do believe. Yeah, well, let's just say this is the worst issue. Let's pick issue one because that's yeah, the only one I remember. I, I, pick, I was really excited for Black Cat, especially as it advertised as it was saying. Spinning out, out of, of the pages of Amazing Spider Man. Spinning yeah. out of the pages of Nick Spencer's mm. Amazing Spider Man. So it was a fantastic precedent set. And she was also portrayed so well in there and given such a good character yeah. arc. Let me tell in, you, obviously, I'm up to date with ASM. Now, looking back on Nick Spencer's run, that arc with Black Cat in is probably been my favourite. Mm. I love that that run, that that little story out of Black Cat. 
Awesome. And there was such an anti-hero arc that it, 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 she's neither good nor bad, and it, he, she's got reasons. There's, there's, she's such a makes her even more complex and more damaged, but amazing. I've always had this thing about Black Cat, which everyone's like, it's about the boobs, but it's not. She's actually really an interesting character. Yeah, she's much more than just a Catwoman ripoff. Yeah, and Nick Spencer gave depth to that character and fixed everything that Dan Slott fucked up with it. Yeah. You know, just like, honestly. Dan Slott was just like, she's got a chip on her shoulder, she wants to kick out everyone's arse. I did not recognise that character. I was listening to you talk about Dan Slott, about his Iron Man run, Mm. and um, Spider Island, um, (laughs) which, by the way, if you haven't already, go and listen to JB's review of Spider Island on... um, (laughs) Fucking hate the... What's your podcast called? Undead uh, Comic Cast. Un- Undead Comic Cast. Oh, I always go to say Comic Crypt and like like. So well, similar. I don't blame you. Anyway, much. go and listen to that because it's hilarious to hear JB just rip Seven Shades of Shit out of Spider Island, which I actually like that book. But anyway, fuck you. Going back to Dan Slot. Dan Slot is a weird one, man. He he doesn't seem to be able to write. Um, I was gonna say characters. Like I don't know, but he can write the Fantastic Four. That book's really good at the moment. But it's it's weird when he can't write a character. He really can't fucking write a character. Like Mary Jane in that ASM run was just non-existent. He just Mm. completely. You got Carly Cooper in, and that was weird. And then um, obviously the Black Cat thing was completely just like, what the fuck is this character? Um, But yeah, Dan Slotman. Anyway, what were you saying? Well, I was just saying that she literally... The first issue is she's doing a bank heist, which, wow, original. <laughs> okay. And then oh, it goes through it. And the next thing I noticed, I was like, this artwork looks like it's done by a dyslexic using a pencil in his japs eye to draw everything. Because this is I love horrible. your analogies. <laughs> to, to draw this was, it was just not nice to look at. And then it's just so basic. I was reading it going, oh no, will she get away? Oh, she's just managed to get away, but oh, it looks like she's not. No, she has gotten away. And at the very end, there's someone walks in from her past who is like just another criminal. And she's like, oh, I thought I got rid of you. And it was just so by numbers. It was and dull. It was, it was so dull. dull. Yeah, I was really expecting like, especially off the arc she's just been given, mm. something new, something different, something... Like and you, there's a per here we go here's the new direction you can go in and this person whoever took it over I didn't even learn a name just took a massive seeming turd and walked five steps back and <laughs> through it just didn't enjoy it at all and amazed it even carried on to an issue six is it still going yes is it I don't know how so I picked Major X now <laughs> was this the one by uh, this was Rob Rob Liefeld um Liefeld Liefeld. Um, his spectacular return to comics. Uh, the guy who can't draw feet. He created Deadpool. You know, he's he's a big nineties comic book guy. Um, so it was Major X. It was a new character, first appearance. So stupid fucker here bought two issues of this shit. Yeah, I remember tweeting. He was like, "Oh my god, guys, pre-orders have sold out. This is fantastic." It was a speculated thing, wasn't it? And I fell for it. I was like, "All right, I'm going to need two two copies of this. One to read, one to bag and board in mint condition because it's going to be worth loads of money one day." (laughs) Big fucking character, and I couldn't have been more disappointed because it was just like so nineties and not in a good way. 
I mean, I love the 90s. Look at the comics I've framed on my wall. Most of them no. are X-Men 90s comic books. Yeah. Look, there's a Rob Liefeld cover up there, even. I've got his work on my fucking wall. X-Force number one. Now, this book was just so fucking bad. I didn't even know it was happening half the time. Like, it just, it disgusted me. It honestly, it left me with such a bad taste in my mouth. I almost threw my copies away. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. And even big cable fan, Fieldmouse, agreed with me. He was like, yeah, that was shit. However. However. The winner of Worst Comic Book Series of 2019 was, with 64% of the vote, Go on. Black Cat. Yes! I can't disagree there. It was shocking. Wow. I, it was that bad. Also, there was that weird little short story at the end with the... Oh, yeah. The businessman. The Dracula guy. Or something. Was a vampire, like a vampire as well. Yeah. And I was like, what? What's that got to do with anything? Well, yeah. Anyway, uh, so I'm not going to read out everyone who voted, just the people that I haven't mentioned yet. So, um... George Clooney. <laughs> Uh, ben Allen voted for Black Cat um, and Noggin Comics voted for Major X I notice you're getting a lot of capitalist businesses vote for you whereas I get the common man no no these like, no, like Noggin the... Comics like all these like comic book accounts um, they're like people who review comics on their Instagram account like, Noggin Comics appears to be a couple their profile picture and you say this but I'm, I'm more inclined to say you have businesses Whereas JB and his brand and all the votes that he gets. Well, Where I'm, are the I'm, businesses? I'm the vote of the people. I've got the fabulous Freeform Factory. That's the only business that are voting. Well, that's just unfair to someone who can't really say the reps and that. <laughs> Come on, try it with me once. Fabulous Freeform Factory. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, let's move on to a, a big one. Yeah. Best comic book writer of 2019. Oh, yeah, this is easy. Okay, so... I could have quite easily voted for yours. I know. I'm, I love I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Go on. Who did you vote for? Chip Zdarsky. And I voted for Tom Taylor. Both incredible writers. Um, What's to- you start? Because I want to know what the fuck has Tom Taylor done? Tom Taylor. He's doing Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. He did Deceased. Um, he's done other things that I can't think of right now. Uh, he did. Oh, what was it? Injustice? You know, the video game mm-hmm. Justice League thing? Is, um, is, is Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man a big one? I, I didn't read that. It's critically acclaimed. Did you not tell me to avoid that? You were like, it's just another really, like, a... No, like, I didn't tell you to avoid it. It's a good okay. book. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll go into it in a minute. You guys picked... Chris Walker said Donny Cates. Oh, fuck. Chip Zdarsky. And Jeff Lemire. Lee from Bath Comics said Jonathan Hickman, uh, Matt Rosenberg, who did Punisher, and Jason Aaron. I'm regretting the Donny Cates now. Uh, Rich Watkins said Tom Taylor. He backed me up. Loves the Tom Taylor. I'm, um, I'm going to delete my Narcates illegal download stream <laughs> I have. <laughs> Little Nerd Buster said Donny Cates. And Phil Mouse said Brian Michael Bendis. Ooh. For what? <laughs> He, he's really like Superman this year. Oh, Superman Action yeah. Comics, Phil Mouse, he loves it. I mean, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, man. I've compared him to Kanye West before. I mean, uh, the guy what produces the guy produces absolutely fantastic things, but then some absolute tripe as well. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I can't say because I didn't read much of Action, Action Comics or Superman. I dipped in and out. 
Um, okay, so let's talk about who we chose. Okay. Do you want to talk about Donny Cates for a minute, though? I do want to talk about okay. Donny Cates. I actually really now regret not saying Donny Cates. Over Chip Zdarsky. Um, You're backing down. I'm not, I'm, well, well, it wouldn't even matter if I backed down because it's a people's vote. <laughs> but I do... Yeah, he did Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolute carnage. Which I, I, I only read the first issue, but we've both agreed, that, and it's clearly critically acclaimed, that we are looking forward to reading. He also did Silver Surfer. Black. Black. All right, racist. Um... <laughs> He did, you know, he did a lot. He did like, Cosmic Ghost Rider, but that was last year. Yeah. Oh, no, was it, was it not a Cosmic Ghost Rider run this year? That, didn't he? I don't, I don't know if he did that. Was he not in charge of it? Um, and I met him at Wales Comic Con. And what he was, was he like? Nothing short of a delight, sir. Oh, really? Yeah, he was really... He hey, was a, Rich Watkin was at Thought Bubble. Oh, was he? He met Donny Cates, he got a pitch with him. Oh, well, yeah, well, I... I literally even said to him, I went, please tell me there's some form of omnibus coming out. And he just said to me, I know that after the trade comes out, the omnibus comes out. That's all I know. Nice. And that's why I held on and was like, great. And then comic book publishers fucked me up the arse. Um, what publisher was that? Marvel? Did Marvel fuck you up the arse, JB? It's, it's possibly, That'll come back round in a bit. <laughs> it, but it's, it's possibly more to do with uh, you know stocks and... Diamond. And shares and diamond, mm. yes, definitely, definitely. Diamond. Uh, no, I, yeah. Um, who did you say? Tom Taylor? I said Tom Taylor. Um, he's Just proven... he's got a comic book name. He's proven to be um, an incredible writer. And I, I w- it's literally now to the point where whatever he writes, I will pick up. If he's on a book, I'll pick it up because he's that good. Love his stuff. It's, a, it's very easy to read. He's got some fantastic ideas. He's great with the character work. Um, it it's just it's it's great. I can't fault him. Chip Zdarsky, I can sum up much more like cohesively than that. One Spider-Man life story, two Daredevil, fucking sick. Three, he was part of the team that Expenser put together to make that Spider-Man one shot, which was fucking epic as shit. And his part was also really fucking cool. And um, I'm sure he's done more stuff. And I'm really underselling him. I'm sure he's actually been on. So a... I um, <laughs> did. You see the poll? Oh, also, he's actually done loads more stuff, like social media wise, like that video you sent oh to me. Oh my god! Like, if as... anyone's not checked out on Marvel's uh, Facebook page, on how to be a good writer, Chip Zdarsky's put up a video, and it's so fucking funny. The it man is... is hilarious. Like that's, and that's also why you should get him because he also, he's also self-aware and it's fantastic. And he's also aware of this poll and this show right now because he actually um, no. viewed the story. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you, you know you can see who looks at your story yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, and you tagged him. I tagged him. I tagged Tom Taylor. Tom didn't look at the post. Chip did. Now I was like, oh my god, wouldn't it be hilarious if Chip voted for Tom or something? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. But he didn't vote, so which I was a bit disappointed. Like, oh. But he did view it, and this was the picture I put up of him. <laughs> him just sat I don't, there you know just... why I don't think he voted why because he didn't need to mate no, you know what he didn't because with 53% of the vote yeah. the winner of best combo ride of 2019 was Woo-hoo! Chip Zdarsky yeah it was close Chip. though it was close uh, in the Chip Zdarsky camp was Lee from Bath Comics Jordan Green you know Jordan oh yeah yeah from yeah. Croston um, ben Allen, Kaylee Goldie. Mm. <laughs> She's never read a Chips and Arsky comic. Does she read comics, Kaylee? I mean, 
she's really taking a punt in the dark to know. She must. She must have some knowledge. Maybe we're underselling Kaylee. Maybe, yeah. We're we're not saying this because Kaylee's a girl. We are literally saying this because in our entire time spending time with Kaylee, yeah, we've we have, known her for like well over ten years, and I've never. Oh, I've known her for like seventeen yeah, years. Yeah, I've never heard her once mention like a comic at all. Anyway, um, <laughs> Tom Taylor, obviously Rich, Rich Watkins voted for Tom. Um, Ding did. Lost in these stories. Yeah, let's move on to the next category, uh, which was Best Artist of 2019. Oh, yeah, you've got to help me out with this one. I have an issue with this. Who's your Best Artist of 2019, JB? The with a J. It's Javier Garon. Javier Garon. And you picked him because he was an artist on Miles Morales. Yeah, which is Um, insane art. Okay, I picked Clay Man. Um, He was on Heroes in Crisis... He did Which other issues? stuff as well. He was, uh, oh, I don't know, most of them. He started it. He started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, now, that's a real thing to point out because, again, one of the things that made Heroes in Crisis like bomb like a fucking lead balloon was it, we noticed, we went, where the fuck is the arc gone? And yeah. then it was like, oh, he's left for this issue. Mitch Gerrards took over for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. And I wasn't oh, as keen on his stuff. No, he, he literally just spits the ink out of his mouth. I mean, he's, he's a talented guy, but it's not to my taste. Um, ben Allen said Joe Quinones, who was on Dial H for Hero. And didn't read that. I didn't read it either, but um, listening to Ben talk about it, apparently it was really good. And I feel like good. The, those kind of comics you would definitely be into. Yeah, well, we'll talk up. about it in a bit, um, about why DC Comics is the best publisher, because they have all these really cool imprints, like on Dial H for Hero, it's on Wonder Comics, they have... DC Black Label, you know, all these like yeah. separate little things. Interesting how you're going to pick them because you, you don't pick any of them up. That's very interesting to, to, to well, note that. You've I've, just I've read mid- some Wonder Comics and I've obviously got some DC Black Label okay. stuff. We'll come back to that. Anyway. Little Nerdbuster said Ryan Stegman for Venom and Francis Manipal for Justice League. Lee from Bath Comics said Joe Bennett from Hulk. Immortal Hulk, shall I say? Oh, yeah, that's a good shout. Um, that's a very good shout. Oh, you're going to have to help me out with this name. The guy who did Punisher. Now, it's the top line there. Wait, hold on. Is this the guy who did Punisher that I was reading? Is yeah, this the, the Punisher, Punisher this, run? This run, the main run, yeah. All right. I'm going to call him Simon. I think that is Simon. Simon Kradansky and... Fuck you for putting that in there, because Punisher was drawn like a warped potato <laughs> all the way through that fucking run. I don't know what the fuck, like, he drew everyone else fine, but every time it came to Punisher, there was no way that man could outrun, outrun a grenade blast. He couldn't outrun a fucking microwave. The, the, it was horrible. I well, hated I hated his artwork. Lee from Bath Comics thought he was one of the best artists. Lee from it? Bath Comics. And Punisher couldn't get out the bath. <laughs> Christine McGann. That's, um, you know, Ashley McGann, my friend from Texas. She actually does live in Texas. Not oh, Tennessee. yeah, the one from Tennessee. Uh, that's her brother, Christian. Okay. Um, he is a big Batman fan. He said Clay Man, agrees with me, and Jason Fabok, which, yeah, fantastic artist. Oh, yeah, but what, what did he work on this year, Fabok? Uh, he did a few Batman books, did as he? far as I know. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, teasers from Batforce Radio. What's up, man? He said, Sean, Gur- <laughs> Sean Gordon Murphy. Did he say it like that? <laughs> and Gulen March. 
Gulian March. Gulay. He did. Oh, what was he? What was he doing? I've forgotten now. Probably some Batman books teasers. Yeah, it's all going to be that. I'm going to assume if Bat Force Radio put this in there, then it's Batman related or Batgirl related. Cody Ball is from a podcast called From the Scene Podcast. He nominated Todd Nowak from Peter Parker. Um, oh no, that's it. So Todd Todd Nowak. Oh, yeah, you try. Wow, this is really hard. Hold on, listeners. Again, it's been passed to the man with right. That's Todd Nowak. Okay. So, <laughs> that fella, right, Jesus Christ. I need to show you um, his Instagram, because I didn't recognise him, obviously I can't even fucking say the name, when he posted it, so I went on his Instagram, just look at his work, which is very good, uh, however, what caught my eye oh. was his uh, Peter Parker into the Spider-Verse cosplay, right, like... He does oh, this yes, insane dude. Yes, cosplay. he does. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Dude, it's amazing. It, the guy looks just like him. He does. I've, he, he's, he literally lives on my Instagram. It's, it's, it is. He's even got the odd shoes and everything. Incredible. Down he looks like him. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> this, I mean, look at that. It's incredible. That's, in fact, that's amazing. He just looks like Todd, him so much. Todd with double D. Now spelled N-A-U-C-K. The guy does art, but he also does this incredible Peter B. Parker Spider-Man cosplay, which he goes around Comic Cons doing it as yeah, well, yeah. having his photo taken with other Spider-Man people. Incredible! It is great. That's Rich, fantastic. Rich Watkins said Carmen Carneo, um, who was on Captain Marvel, which I did like that art on that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. Yeah, I, I, it, there was nothing wrong with it, I, I, but I just feel like. My guy stood out more. Tell me why your guy stood stood out more. I will tell you why my guy stood out more. My guy stood out more because, literally, I've never seen someone draw what I would consider, like, as a child, if I had to picture what a comic looked like, it was somewhere between the Beano and the Dandy, and also maybe 60s, you know, silver, 60s Silver Age comics, I would say, in my head. So then to try somehow combine all this into a modern contemporary look, as it were, and to also keep the, without it looking like he's trying to do that, it's something of itself. I think people will look back at his artwork in the same way that you looked at Rob Liefeld's or that other people look at, like, cut of artwork of its time. It definitely captures a moment and it's it's not standing. It is. It's not artwork that looks down its nose, and it's not artwork that's trying to be someone else's or somewhat arty. It's just a comic book. It's just simply comic book artwork. But every emotion is there. The pain of death in some Miles comics. The the pain. Like there's one comic which in Miles, the entire point of it is he's being tortured. There is no humor throughout the comic whatsoever. Yet at no point did. He tur- uh, he turned and just go to. I'm gonna make this really dark looking. He stayed with it, and it just kind of kept the light. That his art is the hope in the comic, the way it's being portrayed. That's the only way I can put it. Um, I'll say it's not bad art by any means. However, to me, it just kind of blends in. It's a, it's a house style. Like I could not pick out his art and go. Oh yeah, that's Javier Garon. Like he doesn't have a signature. 
Like, I, I did love that issue, like, you're talking about issue eight. I'm looking at the pages now of it where Miles has been captured and he's getting tortured. That was a fucking creepy book. Yeah. Especially with the, the panel layouts as well, the black panels were, mm. like, it was it was very uh, cleverly done. Um, however, Clay Man just blew me away. Like, from that first page in Heroes in Crisis, when you opened it up and, like, the fucking the titles in like flowers or clouds in the sky or whatever like the guy that guy can fucking draw and like he's so good with his character work i loved everything that he did in that book um and again it's like tom taylor whatever book clay man is on i will pick up just to look at his gorgeous art um he's gonna do a batman catwoman book with tom king i'm gonna check out of course um, you, you haven't even learned your lesson <laughs> Clay Man's on it, dude. I'm gonna buy it just to look at it. If anything else, it'll look pretty. I I know what you're saying about that the artwork and that. I can't deny that I didn't look at the art in that and go like, wow. But I also don't feel like it was tested under many tones. At the end of the day, you drew a lot of characters and they all have the same kind of like. I'm gonna face it like if he drew a character that wasn't one of the main characters, they're drawn from the front. And they either had to look happy or slightly disconcerted. That was it. He, if he did do any of the other characters like doing anything in real life, they were mostly so still. I don't really feel he was tested, whereas I feel my guy has had had to draw different loads themes. of different scenarios and themes. And like you just said, a very dark comic with some light comics. I just don't feel at any point. It's like saying. Like, when we went to see the... For me, he's like... When I watched the Miles Morales Spider-Man movie, and I felt like I was watching a comic, I want to... When I read, sometimes when I read a comic, I want to feel like I'm reading a comic. And I just feel he captured that for me this year. Yeah. Whereas your guy... I, I we, One thing we talk about, how great the artwork is, but I just don't think it was tested. That was all. Well, the winner... <laughs> best comic book artist for oh, 2019 with 62% of the vote was Clay Man well it wasn't the highest percent <laughs> alright <laughs> let's move on <laughs> so the next subject is best individual comic book I'm getting picked issue up now 2019 so what did you pick for your best individual comic book of 2019 I picked Daredevil number 5 I picked Powers of X number oh powers of ten, should I say? Uh, number five. 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 Yeah, so five. we both picked an issue five. It's always going to be a five, issue five or issue one. Let's be honest. Which was weird. Um, Why is it weird? It's, it I don't know. It's just the end. It, it was the weird end of an arc. arc. It's, it's always. It's it wasn't though. It was mine. Was an issue five of six. Oh, is so, it? Yeah. Oh, penultimate. It was weird. Um, let's talk about what the public picked. Um, Best individual comic book. Uh, Chris Walker said The Replacer, which was a one-shot from After Com- Aftershock Comics. Never heard of it. Lee from Bath Comics said Riddler, Year of the Villain, which was a, a one-shot. Did you read any Year of the Villain? Uh, only tie-ins um, to books that I was already reading. And I, I didn't really, pick any of the one-shots. I was curious up. about this. So what was, roughly, what was Year of the Villain about? Roughly, quickly. It was basically like, obviously... The Batman Who Laughs was such a huge hit. Yeah. They were like, "We need some of that more Batman Who Laughs." Yeah, yeah. Uh, who Batman else can we can? Money. 
Who else can we turn into? The, oh, the Shazam who laughs. All right, yes, we'll do that. Yeah. I heard that was so, good though. But, yeah. I mean, why? So why? But that's only a good guy bad. But then mm. you had bad guys in Year of the Villain. So bad guys go badder. No, no, I don't think that that's what happened in the one shot there with Riddler. I didn't read it myself, but um, yeah, I think it was just sort of like fleshing out what was going on or whatever. I don't know. I okay. didn't read it, but right. apparently it was really good. Uh, <laughs> Rich Watkins says. House of X number one and Absolute Carnage number one. Yeah, Absolute Carnage number one is Both a shout. great issues. However, I picked um, Powers of X issue five simply because um, it was the issue where all um, the pieces started falling into place, and it was the moment where that switch in my head. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Hickman, he's he's really doing it. He's changing the whole face of mutants, and it's fantastic. Like he's he's like just stumbled on something that no one's managed to do before, and he will be remembered for doing that. Um, I absolutely loved it. I thought the art was incredible. The concepts that Hickman was flying around, are just something else. Hopefully, you'll read it one day. <laughs> one day. Why did you pick yours? I'm going to tell you why I picked mine, merely by telling you the short story of it very quickly, and you'll understand why. Daredevil wakes up, and he's been captured by the Punisher. He, uh, he's, he's been captured by the Punisher, and he's just escaped from the Punisher. The Punisher's captured him just as a... It's, it's nothing... It's just to help him. So he wakes up, captured by the Punisher... Blind, because he's Daredevil, grabs the nearest shirt he has, jumps out and decides he's going to go and try and get back to his house. He doesn't know he's got the Punisher's shirt on. So Daredevil is dressed as Daredevil, but with the Punisher shirt on. Why is the Punisher shirt lying around? Because, um... Did the Punisher just sort of, like, get top It was something to do with, like... Like, he... I think he literally knocks the Punisher out and just doesn't even think that he's got the Punisher shirt on. He just thinks that it's just Frank Castle in a black shirt. He doesn't have any reason to believe. He even says, oh, right, like, okay. why did I even think, why did I not, th- why did I consider that? So he goes off on a rampage, and as he's trying to get, he's trying to get home without being detected, there's cop cars and everyone attacking because Dirt was this big vigilante on the run, and he's kicking some ass. The defenders come in to save him and kick all sorts of ass, which is cool as fuck. Then they take Daredevil home, and as they drop him off, Daredevil's had this arc where he's questioning whether it did he kill he's found that he's killed someone and he's never killed before all the all the defenders obviously say yeah we've killed someone back so you just gotta go over it he has a complete breakdown going who the fuck am I hanging out with get the fuck out of my house don't you dare say that you can just say that because he's like obviously his Christian beliefs he's like you can't just kill someone whether you meant to or not and get over it and just be fine and then when everyone's left and that's it. Everyone's gone. And he's alone in the room. He senses this to someone there. And out of the shadows steps Spider-Man. And Spider-Man goes, give me the fucking suit. Because Spider-Man's heard he's killed someone. And he's like, you didn't have to kill someone. And it's f- and I was like, holy shit! This is brilliant. The both of them just right there. And they both have the same ideals. But... Jeez. It was so cold and dark. Spider-Man's really like Samuel L. Jackson and well, that. What happened in the next issue? That's, <laughs> the, that's 
but you need to find <laughs> out. That's how it ends. <laughs> okay, that sounds fucking amazing. It's fucking brilliant. Um, and the heckles on my hair on the back of my neck still on end. Fantastic issue. The public agreed with you with 60% of the vote. Mm. The best individual comic book of 2019 was Daredevil issue 5. It was amazing. Wow. That's where I just went, Sadarsky went from writing a very good book to, holy shit, I'm locked. Nice. Locked down. Very nice. Okay, next category. Um, it was a bit of a loosey-goosey. <laughs> I, I called it Surprise Hit of 2019. So this is something that we've picked up on a whim or not expecting it to be as good as it actually was. Now, I picked Amazing Spider-Man, issue 18.hu. Which was um, a tie-in to the Hunted storyline that was going on. A one-shot about the Gibbon, which is such a Z-less villain. Um, I didn't even really know before this. Uh, Anyway, we'll we'll discuss why in a bit. Um, So you picked Guardians of the Galaxy. In general. By Donny Cates. Yeah. Um, So, let's have a look at what the public have said. Um... Ben Allen said, "Something is killing the children," which were. Which, which... <laughs> you sure? You sure this is just a cry for help? <laughs> it wasn't ben, a. Ra- yeah. This wasn't a random Please. text he sent me at two in the morning. On the next one, and for winner of best of best panel is please help. Please, <laughs> someone is killing the children. <laughs> so something is killing the children okay. is a horror comic from Boom Studios which is written by new Batman scribe James Tinney IV and apparently it's very good Okay. Uh, Noggin Comics said Little Bird which was on Image Lee from Bath Comics says ASM 18.hu which is the one I picked yeah. and Unnatural which was very good I very much enjoyed that also I think I Oh, Abby picked that for her book of the year last year because it had been going on for a couple of years. It's finished now. It was actually um, uh, a reprint of a, an Italian comic uh, that's been translated into English uh, by Merca Allendoffo. I've talked about it with you. I'm very surprised. It's got the, it's got the racy pig girl. This is what I mean. I'm very surprised pig. all the way through this. I didn't see you pick the sexy pig comic. It was very good, but it wasn't like uh, as as good as other people thought it was, in my opinion. However, the art is stunning. You struggled. To, oh, so you didn't struggle to wank over it? <laughs> I got some pretty nice variant covers. Put it that way. <laughs> that's, a, that's a metaphor. Um, Chris Walker said Harleen, Collapser, and Dead Eyes. Well, why? Why? Right, ooh, right. Oh, that's so much to take in right there. <laughs> right. Okay. So, what's what's the category here? Remind me. Just before. Surprise hit of the year. Surprise hit of the year. Harleen shouldn't have been a surprise hit because Harleen is just telling the story of the Joker and Harley together. There is no surprises. It just should have been either good or bad. No surprise. Collapso was... Written by Mikey Way. Mikey Way. Mikey Way's debut, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic and surpri- it's surprising but I don't know if I've got the surprise and what was the other one? Dead Eyes. Dead Eyes isn't a, isn't a surprising hit of the year as it was a surprising hit of last uh, over over a year ago. It's just taken so long to get issue three out. That's all I would say. It's the, But I would praise to you for reading Collapso. It was a fantastic comic. Okay, so why did you think The Guardians of the Galaxy was the surprise hit of the year? 
I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was a surprise hit of the year because it, I just picked it up off on a whim. I didn't know where. Didn't to know be. about Donny Cates. Oh no, I didn't or did know about you, Donny Cates. Did you know? Did you put Cosmic Daredevil? Cosmic Daredevil. Cosmic Ghost. Cosmic Daredevil. Hang on, what have I, have I just invented? You the just next invented a surprise great hit of twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> no one gonna hear you scream, but it doesn't matter because you can't see them. That's that's yeah, the but tagline. thing about when he could hear. Oh. <laughs> anyway, no. Um, um, so, no. did you put two and two together and go, "Oh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Donny Cates, same guy"? Yeah, 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 I think I did. I think I did a bit, and I, because he was like, in the book, wasn't he, Cosmic Ghost yeah, Rider? Yeah, I've, I've bought random Guardians of the Galaxy trades, and it doesn't matter where, where online I bought them, I've known where to carry on and read them. I think it was very brave for him to take the idea that all you've got from the original Guardians is Star Lord who doesn't want to be involved in the team, and Groot, who speaks now. Which... Okay, so I read like the first couple of issues of this, but did you find out why Groot couldn't speak now? No. No? Okay. I think uh, I didn't, he made it read like I didn't need to know. It's comics. He made it, he more or less made it read like it's comics if you really want to go back, but why is it, it's not an issue why you need to know. Um, he 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 set a groundwork in that for then Silver Surfer Black, mm. which was fantastic. Without making taking anything away from the story, it's not like he did this story just to make Silver Surfer Black. They're both very grounded stories. The idea that Thanos is dead and it's oh, yeah. and, and it's a whole like in itself is an incident that everyone's on edge about he's dead and it's still a fucking problem yeah. that was fantastic yeah. I love that that's um, always a good premise I feel when you start a story or a series with like the death of a character because it's sort of like it's this big mystery that everyone can get involved with like the like start, Watchmen, start the Watchmen TV show yeah. you know like it's 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 a good it's a good little story device to use mm. that isn't it and I, I just didn't expect... I thought I was going to drop off. As soon as I picked it up, I like, got a few pages through. I thought, I'm going to drop off this because I, I don't see how I'm going to crack on. And he just pulled me in. I think I could honestly give that to someone who's never read a comic before and is aware of the Guardians yeah. from the film and just go, read that. And they'd want to ask, go, all right, I want issue two, issue three. It's very good. I picked Amazing Spider-Man 18.hu. Uh Never expected that I'd be picking a tie-in of an event, of a one-shot, talking about a Z-list Spider-Man villain. Um, it was so... It was Nick Spencer that did it. Um, it was so emotional. Told the backstory of the Gibbon, and I think I even got a bit misty-eyed towards the end of it. I was like, holy shit. Like, I actually care and about this uh, this guy now, like, in, in a weird way, because, like, he had such a tough life. And the way that it was just like one of those comics that will always stay with you. It's a weird thing to say about, like I say, a, a tie-in, tie one-shot issue. I'm, I'm, I'm almost regretful to a degree because the votes are already in, so I can say it. But I'm slightly regretful. I did not pick that myself. Because did you feel the same about it? I felt it? very. I felt so strongly. It was so I weird. Went and it Eve, had no business being that good. I remember telling, saying to Eve, "Going, I know you don't read Spider-Man or comics at the moment because she was busy." I went, "But just take a moment to read this one because it's made me feel for a stupid little '60s character, and I know you like stupid little '60s characters." <laughs> and I think she read it, and I think she cried. 
Yeah, it was so tragic, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I know I'm painting like a bleak picture of it here, but it wasn't as depressing as it sounds. Um, it was very, very good writing. Yeah, it, yeah, very yeah. Very good writing. That's, that's very Nick, Nick Spencer at his best It's there, drama definitely. and scene. So, um, the results of the poll are that it's a tie. 50, Fuck off. 50 exact. Yeah. So, again, that's pretty subjective, that category anyway. So, it's... If if I had to be honest, if I if I had to put my if put my hat in the ring, I would give that to you. You're gonna I, vote for me on that. I one. didn't think of that issue when I uh, did my thing. No, honestly, ever since I, I, I read think that, you're correct. Ever I, since I read it, I I I make my list. I, I've already made my list for best of 2020, and I go through the year and I fill in my favorite issue that I've read so far. I've actually filled in my favourite issue I've read so far already for this year. Um, well, you're a sad bastard, Ben. It's because it, 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 ten days. honestly, mate, five star. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers issue two. Oh, wow. Oh, shocker. Holy shit, honestly. Anyway, anyway. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I was making my list, and this has been sat in that spot ever since I read it. Yeah, I think it. you're right. I mean, I'm talking about the entire run, and you're talking about a single tie-in issue, and I feel like your single tie-in issue hit me in a way that this entire run has just about done, and yours is about a, a guy called the Gibbon. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, man. <laughs> okay, so look, on the flip side of that, what was the most disappointing issue or series of the year? I... Um, you chose Heroes in Crisis. Yes. I chose Uncanny X-Men. Okay. Uh, the public chose... Uh, oh, Teasers from Batforce Radio. He chose Heroes in Crisis also. Uh, he said the art was amazing, but the writing fell short. Uh, and that's coming from a guy that has interviewed Tom King on his show. Ben Allen said Detective Comics issue 1000. And, Mar- and Marvel Comics issue a thousand. Well, I now, didn't read that. Marvel Comics issue a thousand. What was I that? mean, what a stupid fucking cash-in. Because you know, DC have got an issue a thousand out. We've got to have one. But none of our comics are anywhere near issue a thousand. Yeah, so, so we'll just do Marvel Comics issue. What was oh, it? I didn't, I, even didn't even, it? I didn't even bother with it. But it I didn't. Like a shit cash-in. But actually, you know what? Detective Comics issue a thousand... I quite liked it. I reviewed every story and I enjoyed I, it. I, I, no, I did have problems with some stories. I didn't have a problem with every story. I thought it was actually great. I even met Kevin Smith like this year. Oh, hang on a minute. You just drop that name there. There you go. <laughs> pick that up. I met Kevin Smith this year and one of the first things I said to him was, by the way, I read your, your story in uh, Detective, Detective Comics, Comics 1000. I really loved it. And he was dead happy at that. Yeah, i got to say, I... <laughs> I did like that Kevin Smith story. Exactly. I didn't um, say it just because he was there. I was like, you know what? That's the one thing I'm definitely complimenting him about. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was uh, the most disappointing. No. Um, but I was dis- I was so disappointed in Uncanny X-Men. It was such a shit series, man. Like, um, Matthew Rosenberg uh, was on it. Um, I can't remember who else. But it was just so badly done. The art was awful. The stories were just just aw- It was just awful. The whole thing was awful. And it was I was I was it was so anticipated as well because Uncanny X Men. That's the flagship X Men book. You know that's like Amazing Spider Man. It's the big one. 
Uncanny X-Men's been my jam since... You just look at my wall. I've, I've always got, thought that you know, it's dead odd that the best X-Men book is called Uncanny X-Men because I always thought Uncanny X-Men just sounded shit. Like, <laughs> Uncanny X-Men. Like, we've got Amazing Spider-Man, but Uncanny I just always thought it sounded awful. But I have to admit, from comic book lore and what I've, I've read, yeah, Uncanny yeah. X-Men... Yeah, that was the it, best it's, title. It's the one, and it, it was very highly anticipated for me and a lot of X-Men fans, and it was revered as a pile of steaming dog poo. Um, much much worse than Heroes in Crisis, in my opinion, because Heroes in Crisis had fantastic art, at least. Um, so why, why did you pick Heroes in Crisis? Heroes in Crisis had fantastic art. It didn't have it. It had it, and it lost it, and it... Also, the story just dismantled and everything went to shit and then it became part of needed tie-ins to understand it. Heroes in Crisis became this one event that really was... It just kind of sold itself as being, this is it, over these 8 or 12 issues, I can't remember. It wasn't uh, that many, it was only 7, I think. 7. Yeah. 7 issues, we are going to have this amazing event over 7 issues that are separate from everything, do not worry, and it's going to be insane and going to delve into the psyche of heroes. And then, and you got issue four in, absolutely fine. And then, this is why I get to disappointing. Issue five onwards, the art went down, the story went down, the story broke down. So, is it, uh, am I right? Is it Wally West Flash? Mm-hmm. Not to, for spoilers, but Wally West Fra- Flash is the. Um, the bad guy in this, essentially. Yeah. Right. So they brought Wally West back from the dead to immediately give him a character trait he didn't have. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was a, there was a lot of weird choices made in that series, definitely. Um, and then there was a, the I mean the first kickoff that people pointed out, which me and you kind of defended, but now when you look at it as a whole, you look at that as not good writing, but okay, yeah, Harley Quinn completely defeated Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. I well, liked that. No, though. I liked that. That issue was dead I good. liked that because I thought, like, okay, there's a bigger picture at hand here. Especially what I think someone says, I'll go after her. And she goes, no, just let it go because there's a bigger picture at hand. But now when you look at it as a whole, it's like, no, she really just, just had them off. What the fuck was that? It just didn't really, I, if it had a plan, I feel like he almost got told last minute he can't do it. It was really odd. Well, what I will say about Heroes in Crisis is, I loved it up until a certain point. Um, it was only the last couple of issues that lost me, really. Well, yeah, five, six, and seven. Um, however, Uncanny X-Men lost me from day one. I mean, you know me. I'm a big X-Men fan. Mm-hmm. I literally pick up anything X-Men related. I read issue one of Uncanny X-Men and just I, I felt like I just wasted... It was $8 as well. It was a fucking $8 book for an issue one. Which is marvellous, <laughs> so fucking naughty. I was like, no, absolutely not. I, I don't care about reading any more of this, it's awful. But um, what's your definition I of did, disappointment? Because it was terrible, the characters were unrecognisable. But was that not becoming the worst? Why was that not under your worst? Because issue? I was so excited for it. I was excited I for Black Cat. wait for issue one of Uncanny Isn't X-Men. disappointing being built up? Like through like literally through good issues and then being let down, wouldn't yours fall more into the category of I was looking forward to it but it was bad, so actually Denis was never good, so it's the worst issue. No, I just felt disappointment, so much disappointment, and the public right agreed now. with me. Sixty-four percent voted for X Men. I do. X-Men. I feel that disappointment right now. You're all fucking morons. 
out there. Should I read you the list of fucking morons? <laughs> Ding on. is one of them. Moron. <laughs> right, let's move on. Uh, best comic book publisher of 2019. You picked... Yeah. Marvel. I picked DC, which... It's no surprise, really, to anyone I've that's changed. listening. I've changed. I was imaged last year. For anyone who knows us, they know that JB is a Marvel zombie, and I'm a DC... Oh! DC... Douchebag. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Keep DC fanboy. Um, yeah, hang on, let, let me just read out a couple of um, pretty left field choices here by the public. Uh, Leaf and Bath Comics said, Fear. De- fi- oh, yeah, you'll have to fucking read this. Cause you can't read the publisher. Leaf from ba- Bath Comics, but Theodicy Comics. Theodicy. Theodicy. Now, I've not heard of that. I, went on I have in- a feeling that's his own comic. Yeah. <laughs> I went on the Instagram. Is it? Am I right? <laughs> and it looks like it's his comic book oh, publishing shocker. company. I want to give him a shout out. It's at Theodosity Comics on Instagram. That, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the second choice was from Ben Allen, Boom Studios. Boom Studios, I mean, really? Like, I... I... Really? <laughs> yeah, he, he likes Boom Studios. I mean, that's great, like, Boom Studios, mate, but... Right. I feel like there's only five comics I buy from Boom Studios a year, whereas, I don't have to say right now, I I, I, I don't want to be called a Marvel zombie, but for, I, I'm not going to be the first one to say that Marvel put out everything as a hit. There's things I criticise them heavily for, but that's because I like them so much. But there's so much... Good fucking stuff on Marvel this year was insane. Like we go if we go backwards, absolute carnage, Guardians of the Galaxy, Silver Surfer, Black, just some things we've talked about today, other things we haven't even talked well, okay, Amazing Spider Man and it's rad tie ins. One of them you just put was the comic book that touched you the most during the entire fucking year. Daredevil almost re- helped ground and rewrite the character again. Whereas DC completely lost Batman as a whole. For some reason, Immortal Hulk hasn't come up at all other than in slight mention, but me and you have to admit, Immortal Hulk was a huge one. Well, it, it won um, Best Series of last year. Yeah. Like 20, uh, 2018. Didn't it? You can yeah. name a Marvel character, and they either did excessively well, had a fantastic comic this year, or they just didn't even try and it was quickly quashed they knew what they were doing wrong unlike DC who just finally finished fucking Doomsday Clock yeah but it was incredible I haven't finished this I haven't finished it yet spoilers for when we finally talk about it but I absolutely loved it I loved the ending and you know what it's not really DC's fault it's Jeff John's fault I know Jeff Johns Isn't is Jeff DC. Isn't Jeff Johns ahead of DC? Yeah, but so, so what, dude? Good things come to those who wait, and if it's as good as Doomsday Clock, I don't mind waiting. Um, whether it's Marvel, they just churn shit out. So much shit, man. Honestly, Marvel put out more shit than good this year, in my opinion. DC dropped the ball a little bit with Batman, but... In my opinion, DC, they've just got so much more to offer. They've got so many more imprints. They've got Young Animal, which is headed by Gerard Way. They've got Wonder Comics, um, which is spearheaded by Brian Michael Bendis. Um, They've recently introduced uh, Hill House Comics uh, from horror author Joe Hill. Incredible horror books coming out on that. It's almost like a separate... There are all these separate imprints they've got going. 
it's so interesting. Do you see Black Label off to a rough start with the bat penis? But it's hit its stride now, you know, with Harley and Criminal Insanity, uh, Killer Smile as well, the Joker, but they've put out Batman... Loads of bat. Well, it's Batman in it, DC. DC black white, but fucking. Alright. Just because you put loads of imprints doesn't mean fuck all. Marvel it, could do yeah, that. Yeah, but all you these imprints the books. are good shit. Marvel. Are they I, I can't. Honestly, mate, are I can't name a bad DC book have that's come read, out this have, year. Have you read any of the, the Wonder comics? I have, yeah. What have you read? I read Young Justice. That's great. I read. Um, uh, the Brian Michael Bendis one, whatever it was. I thought they were all Brian Michael Bendis. No, no, well, he's his spearhead like, like Jared Way is. And then I, had I, every promo on the black label, we had like, oh my God, how long did it take for the fucking damn thing to come out? Yeah, but that was just a little rocky patch while they got the new person in charge. It was her first day on the job and she had the bat penis flung in her face. It's not her fault. <laughs> she tra- She tried to do damage control and she went the other way. In my, honestly, in my opinion, mate, I mean, look at the paper for starters. When you read a Marvel comic, I, f- I feel like they have actually changed it though recently because I'm not getting smudges all over my fingers. But for a while, Marvel comics were just unbearable to read because you'd get smudges all over your fingers and you'd get it all over the cover. I had it on DC two paper superior Spider-Man is, comics. Is, that's all. DC paper is superior. Okay, I'm going to just name the big three here, right? Have you picked up an Aquaman comic? This no. Year. Have you picked up a Wonder Woman comic this year? She was a deceased. <laughs> Have you picked up a Wonder Woman no. comic this year? Okay. Have you picked up a Superman comic this year? Yes. Which one? Yeah, I picked up Action Comics and Superman. Wait, which Action Comics did you pick up? Brian McAbendis. The 1000 issue? Yeah. So but, you picked it up because it was the 1000 issue? No, I started at issue one when it came out. The whole what, back in nineteen. 19- 39. <laughs> Fuck off. No, you didn't. You prick. This is exactly my point. I don't have to read, like, every character to think that DC are the best publisher. But this is the thing. Uh, you say Marvel put a lot of shit out. They do. I, I read, like, loads of, of it. Like, loads of Marvel. And there is shit in there. But I Mate, read the majority all of all I can say great. is, just wait until you get to current Spider-Man. It's It's awful. <laughs> And that should be their flagship book. Batman should you know be I mean? DC's flagship it, book, and it's been so bad they kicked the guy off. With 56% of the vote, DC wins. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. It's tight, it was tight. It's bullshit. It was tight. Bullshit. Who voted so I can fucking... Tell me who voted DC so I can letterbomb them. Teasers from Batfuss Radio. Oh, shock horror. Christian McGann, big Batman fan. Shock horror. Ben Allen... Lost in these stories, Lee Christian. Um, however, Crow voted for Marvel, and so did Kaylee. Kaylee um, knows what's up with comics. <laughs> she does, she's not going to even listen to this. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So, uh, best comic book cover of the year. Um, so, you picked, JB. <laughs> I picked what I thought was the variant to uh, Batman, White Knight, Victor Von Freeze uh, tie-in because it was so, such a nice cover. I assumed it was the variant because when <laughs> I looked at the other one, I was like, well, that's, that must be... There was so many of it. I was like... That, when I'm, but I'm just going off when I went in the shop. But apparently my one was the main cover. Yeah, 
which was by um, Sean Gordon Murphy. Yeah, because he was an incredible artist and writer. Um, I picked um, issue 12 of Catwoman, the art germ variant. That one up there? No, no, this one. Um, it's um, Let me describe it for the audio medium. It's uh, Catwoman in her original classic <clears throat> purple costume. And then uh, it's a pretty clever take. Uh, Batman and Robin's arm are sort of like pulling back the top of the page. And it looks like an old school comic book in the corner there. The little Batman logo. I thought it was really clever. But did she use that much thigh? Well, yeah, that, that was the that was the costume. Was it? That's how it was. Back in her very when? first appearance. Yeah. Um, but oh. yeah, I'm I'm an absolute sucker for Art Gem comics. So, okay. The, you know his art is incredible in every every cover. I will buy his work, and I do like that Von Freeze cover as well. However, we did have a bit of a hiccup with this one because JB originally sent me his nominations and put Von Freeze. Variant. variant. I put up the Klaus Janssen variant in the poll. Um, the only thing I would argue is even and not enough. Is it the same artist? But you should surely look at the two of them and go, well, one of them is clearly better than the other. He clearly shouldn't have put variant. Well, either way, we've got results for both. Um, okay. So, <laughs> Klaus Janssen von Fries versus Art Germ. Catwoman, uh, Archer and Catwoman won. However, I managed to put in at the last minute a poll for the one that you wanted, the, yeah. the Sean, Sean Gordon Murphy cover. Um, it only received four votes, but it did give us a result. With 67% of the vote, the best comic book cover of 2019 is Von Fries issue one. Yeah, and it is a very cool cover. I it must is. Admit. It's insane. I mean, I've for people that shirt. haven't seen it, go and look at it. Um, I'll I'll put it on the Instagram. It's um, Mr. Freeze holding a snow globe. Yeah, with um, the scene. Uh, well, I didn't read the book actually. Can you describe what that is? Yeah. <laughs> Who's in the snow globe? So he's holding a snow globe, and in the snow globe, there's a scene of a German officer who has shot a man, and there's a small boy looking at him, and when you read the book, you become more aware of who the German officer is, who this young boy is, who the man is, and what's re- even better about the whole uh, cover as a, the cover altogether is at the bottom the entire thing is in Batman's cape. Yeah, as he flies the title. down. Yeah, the, the, the title, the whole thing is like yeah. behind Batman. The, it's a very difficult thing to do in this day and age to create an original, cool-looking cover. That's like a movie poster. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I picked it. Yeah, Sean Gordon Murphy, incredible job there, mate. Not like mm. you're listening, but <laughs> incredible cover. Oh, yeah, that's she? that's a well deserved winner. Um, oh, I forgot to talk about the public's choices. Lee from Bath Comics said all of Art Germ's Catwoman variants. Brilliant. I'm, I'm with you there, mate. They're <laughs> fucking gorgeous. I'm so sad that he's not doing the variants for that book now. He's jumped over to Marvel. Someone like spaffing over Catwoman, don't they? <laughs> Rich Watkins um, said ASM, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 25. Oh, what uh, was that one? The Ryan Brown variant. I will show it you right now. Because um, I, I'm not going to lie, I, I, there has been some nice Spider-Man variants, I just haven't been able to pick them up. Yeah, there were loads for 25, because obviously that was another big 
fucking overpriced issue from Marvel. Um, but that is a cool cover. Again, it's an original looking cover as Spider-Man's getting suffocated oh, by yeah, the, this is, yeah. the the villain Kindred, his uh, what they called millipedes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's, he's got his um, his 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 eyes being crushed and his lens is cracked. He's like peering through it in terror. Oh, it's pretty grim actually. When you zoom in, you can see all like the little bugs and stuff. Exactly. No, Lots yeah. of nice cool um, detail there. And he also chose um, Captain Marvel issue eight, the Ink Hyuk Lee carnagized variant. Oh, um, oh, I think I have this. If I pronounce that name right, top line. Uh, oh, I yeah, I'm on it. Ink Lee. Yeah, that's it, that's it there. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, you've got that. I've got that. That's worth a bit of money, mate. I've and got it's that, not mate. because of that variant. No, it's because it's, it's a first, first appearance of a character. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So get that bagged and boarded. It is bagged and boarded. It's a mate. very nice. I spaffed on it first. Very, very nice cover. Because um, apparently that's what people do in Chris's world. People spaff on comics. If I didn't do it, I'm not going into the story. <laughs> All right, I will go into the story. <laughs> Someone gave someone on Facebook was giving away a, a short box of comics, right? And there were hundreds in there for free. Just fucking gave them loads of cool shit in there, you know, Bronze Age Spider Man and Batman, all sorts. There were a few image titles in there, and I'm talking like early '90s image comics where it was either bizarre stuff or ladies with the boobies out. And I had an issue one of, oh god. I don't even know what it's called now. Let's call it Nicole Smith. Hang on, here, here, here it is, here. There's an issue one of... By Terry Moore. Um, Lady Supreme. Ha. And can you describe the cover for me, JB? I mean, it might as well be a strippogram. Like, the girl's taking a suit off, and underneath there's just boobs. So, I was going through all the comics, came across that one. Well, wrong choice of words there. It looked like he'd mm-hmm. came across that one. The previous owner... There was a, a, a suspicious mark left on the top right-hand corner. Of, some would say. <laughs> I said it definitely looked like jizz. Now we've we've looked in. We've looked closely at this, haven't we? I've, we've had, decided I've, had, I've, had, I've had CSI on it. JB doesn't think it's come, but I think it is. I don't like, think it is. I don't know. It looks very suspicious. I think it's glue. It's glue from a sticker. A sticker that was stuck on. Hence, hence the term sticker. I don't think No Man's Come could get that yellow over that amount of time. <laughs> I don't know, mate. It was, it was a long time ago, that wank. It's gone crusty and, also and why, Again, why, I also argue, if you're going to wank over a comic, and you're that kind of guy, you would wank over the stuff in the middle of the comic, not the cover. And if you are also a comic book collector, you'd have a poshy. So nothing would come out. Either way, it was, it was pretty alarming to discover. Anyway... Back into the best of twenty nineteen. <laughs> uh, where are we up to? Uh, we've done publisher of the year. Right, we've got one, technically two left to talk about here. So um, the biggie really was comic book character of the year. I picked Batman. Who did you pick, yeah. JB? I obviously picked Turtle. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what more I can say, like in an Avril Lavigne kind of way. I I just feel like I've I've really pushed already how great this character has been. 
this year. He's he's one of my favourite characters anyway, but Chip Zdarsky's wrote him dead well. Had one of the best issues of the year for me with every everyone got involved, but it didn't take away from the character um, and the arcs that he's going through currently are just fantastic. And I would like to point out there's something really tantalising about when a character, a uh, superhero, isn't in the superhero suit that much in their story but it's not noticeable unless you really think about it and it's only through just thinking about it and discussing it with you um, that I've realised, yeah, he, he's, he's Matt Murdock about 90% of the time in this comic and it doesn't fucking matter. It's like that same kind of Batman animated series energy of, like, we're just talking about character development and it's fucking good. Well, I picked Batman... Because he has gone through some shit this year. Like, I can't talk about some of it because I don't want to spoil for you. Yeah, because you know still catching up on Fucking hell, that too. guy has been through the ringer. Tom King has put him through the ringer. But you said like, Tom King fucked him up. Well, it doesn't matter. We're talking about comic book character of the year. Mm. And Bruce Wayne, as Chumbawamba said, he gets knocked down, he gets back up again. Like, he got jilted at the altar. I knew you that. You know? Um, there's all sorts of shit that he's been through. The whole Bane thing, the Thomas Wayne thing, the Alfred thing. And the guy keeps on going. And obviously, the way that Tom King's wrapped things up, even more so. You know, I, I, it's hard to talk about it. Cause no. I, I, I can't spoil it for you. But um, yeah, that was my initial thought, Batman, purely because of all the shit he's gone through this year and he's remained... The Batman that I know and love. Okay, but as just a, as a this is just an argument for argument's sake. But given what you've said to me in the run up to this, is the reason that Batman has just pulled himself back up just bad writing? It's not actually that Batman's good character and Batman Batman is picking himself back up for the sake of argument that Tom King has just gone and then he gets back up again and carries on and doesn't actually think of the ramifications for the character and that that is a hard thing to do and you've interpreted that and it's uh, each time as being oh he's so strong but when you look back over the year is that not just an insane amount of stuff to happen a one a man who just the death of his parents caused him to dress as a bat would now have literally shot the top of his face off I should have picked Captain Kate Pride <laughs> I knew I should. As soon as I was reading that book last night, and I was just grinning from ear to ear, I was like, I love this book, I love this character. I was like, damn it, why didn't I fucking pick him? I'm just saying, I'm just going off But what it doesn't matter, because Batman won with 56% of the vote. Oh, 6%? 56%. Yeah, 6% yeah. won, though. Tell me that 6%, and I will have them batman Uh Let's have a look. That means I kill Alfred uh, and everyone around us. Jeff the dog. Voted for Batman. That is not a vote for Batman. It is. He's got a lightsaber in his mouth. Is it a dog? Yeah. I don't know. bollocks. You've made that account. I haven't. <laughs> Kaylee voted for Batman. Noggin Comics. Kaylee. Christine McGann. You're with me every step of the way. And from this point onwards now, she doesn't even read comics. Ding. Ben Allen. Lost in these stories. Oh, that's because they only know who, they know who Batman is. They know who fucking Daredevil is. Oh, but the yours is that everyone knows who Corbin is, but you still went for the popular vote, Boris. 
You're your Boris Batman. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> we managed to get through this without mentioning politics. Let's talk about... Let's wrap things up. Mm. Uh, a very subjective thing. Well, actually, no. Before we go into this, which is what you're most looking forward to in 2020, what I said last year, what I was most looking forward to in 2019, which was more Shazam, mm. which hasn't been brought up yet. However, it was almost my series of the year. I love Shazam, and I'm pretty sure I rated every issue that came out five stars. It's just such a wonderful, wholesome, fun book that's been littered with fantastic art and interesting concepts, fun times. And, and Jeff I Johns. And I can't wait to see them adapt that into like a Shazam sequel movie. Because well, they're going to do that. That's clearly what's happening. That's, but, um, I feel that's why it took so long to come out because I, I, I hate to say it. I don't know if it's, if that's a bad or good thing. We'll see what happens. But I feel like every issue, they're slowly playing each issue out because they're going, you are where every issue you put out is now an expectation for the movie because people have cottoned on that this is where we're going. Well, it's Jeff Johns. And, and obviously, exactly. no, that's you know, point. the guy takes his time. Because uh, he's 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 got a I lot. I know, of, but I don't. You know. I feel like I don't feel like the comic is taking its time because it's Jeff Johns. I feel the comic is taking its time because Jeff Johns is going. Okay, this is also going to be in the movie, and they go. Well, you better get the comic right because you're already setting up groundwork and expectation for a film that we've got planned coming out in 2021. Quite possibly, but I said I think these were my words. I'm going to buy the fuck out of that book in 2019, and I did. Mm. So much so that I get the regular cover and the variant cover for every issue. I <laughs> because the I love it. Amazing. I love the variants are incredible. You've and got one still... there, frame. Yeah, it's be- beautiful. I beautiful. love it. And right behind Thor with his lightning. As yeah, well. that was accidental as well. That. <laughs> like, that's yeah. cool. It works. But yeah, um, it's the only comic that I buy both covers for every issue because I want to support it in the best way I can. Um, you know, and. I love it. I love mm. it. More Shazam, please. Vote however, with your wallet, people. However, um, what I'm looking forward to most in 2020 um, is uh, the return of Saga. Actually, is that there's two things. coming? Saga is coming back. It's coming back, people. Um, is it actually, definitely? What have you had to... I have not seen anything to confirm this. I thought it was indefinite. I thought this was a Tom DeLonge... Of comics at the moment. No, it's it's definitely coming back. They're just having a break. I, I'm not sure if any uh, date has been set, but we've we've not had an issue since July 2018. I feel um, you've just played this card to win the popular vote. Oh no, there's no vote for this. Okay. It's just a subjective discussion. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I can't wait for Saga and the return of Sex Criminals, uh, which That's is coming back. Coming, but it's it's coming. In January, so this month it's coming back. Uh, We've not had an issue of that since June 2018. Um, That was issue 25. So yeah, those are the two things that I'm most looking forward to. Um, Rich Watkin said that he's most looking forward to um, the X-Men Fantastic Four crossover for issue miniseries. Issue one out in February, written by Chip Zdarsky, your boy. An art by Terry Dodson and Rachel Dodson, coloured by Laura Martin. It looks like it's going to be really good. Maybe that'll get you to read a bit of Fantastic Four and X-Men. Mm. Chip Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky. It looks like they're going to be focusing on um, their son, Franklin. He's sort oh, of like he's front a really centre. overpowered one though, isn't he? Yeah. Oh. Um, 
So what are you most looking forward to? Batman. I'm, oh, I'm, James I'm, Tinney I'm, in the fourth Batman. I want, yeah, James Tinney in the fourth Batman. This is what I got confused. So who's took over for 86? James Tinney in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, but I want... I wanted to start from... I've never wanted a, something to just go straight back to issue one again. So badly. Oh, right, yeah, just yeah. to feel the closure and that it's gone and in the background. People go, oh, well, why is it start from one? Batman can't be from me. You know, people... I, and, and, and from an outside point of view, I always was like... Yeah, I understand that, but this is. I feel like we just need to close this door on Tom King. And oh, start again. Gillian March, that guy that I mentioned earlier that teases forward for best artist, mm. he's on Batman. Uh, the new Tony, uh, the James Dean in the fourth Batman. He's on it. Um, yeah, with Tony Salvador Daniel. Um, I'd say just pick up 86, man. I mean, I'll read it first and let you know if there's any spoilers for anything previous. But just jump in. I mean, it's going to be cool. Deathstroke's going to be in it. Um, he said he's going to be focusing on the main character of Bruce Wayne. So that's great to hear in a Batman book, isn't it? <laughs> I mean... You... He said he wants it to be like a horror detective book, yeah. which is exciting. Batman's a weird one, though. The best example I can ever give of when people say, let's focus on Bruce Wayne and why that's not the best thing to do is because I always go and I can just see your cabinet full of it. Uh, Batman the Animated Series did not really ever focus on Bruce Wayne. It focused on the villains, it focused on uh, around Bruce Wayne. You were just like, you know who the character is. You got some insight into him, but it was more, his character was based on the characters around him. I think that's a better way of telling the story. I'm not saying it, it, it can't be done, but I just think the the best animated series and the most memorable series was done based around Bruce Wayne, and no one really seems to still grasp that, and I don't know why. Well, we'll see how it goes. I've got high hopes. You've got high hopes. And I'll let you know how she 86 goes. Well, I think that about wraps it up. 86 is quite a, a appropriate number, by the way. Why? Well, Tom King being kicked off at 85, and they call it in America when you get kicked off, it's 86. Oh, right? yeah. He's been 86, <laughs> mate. Right, well, um, yeah, that wraps it up for another year. Um, not, no, I don't, I don't oh, mean that I'll... we're not going to have another episode for another year. I mean that that's uh, it for talking about a best of thingy. Um, we will be back with another episode soon maybe um, in some form of like stack episode where we like have a catch up with current stuff we've been reading um, but yeah thank you for listening everyone and thanks for sticking with me through this uh, little hiatus me and JB will return yeah we've made the solemn promise We today we crossed streams and we decided it will happen yeah whether you like it or not, we're going to rip the shit out of you and you're going to feed back to us and go, oh, this comment was good and this comment was bad and I'm going to tell you that you were fucking wrong and Chris is going to tell me not to be that harsh. Something like that, yeah. And I will tell you that you are the assholes. <laughs> the people are wrong. That the people are wrong <laughs> and that Daredevil is supreme. But what do I fucking know? Well, what do you know, JB? Where can people find you? on the internet and 
uh, look at your ramblings and, and face and other things? Um, other than Crime Watch UK, there is www.talknerdy.uk. Do people still say www? I mean, is that even necessary? Well, there's actually three W's in it, JB. I said www. Oh, yeah. You say two W's. I said two W's. I deal with that for wonderwoman.co.uk. <laughs> no, um. Everyone's been going on the wrong site. <laughs> that explains so much. No, I mean, you don't actually need to in a browser. You don't need you to don't put need the to W's do that anymore. However, if you just say talknerdy.uk, talknerdy.uk. It, it doesn't sound like a website address, does it? It I'm, needs like a .co.uk. But that domain was taken by someone. Who the fuck knows? But yeah, go there. Go to that. That's a website. For blogs, based blogs, in the UK. And you can see. More. More content. Yes. Uh, what about you personally? Do you want to give out your information? Bank details, sort goes. Never. No. Instagram, no. Twitter. My mother's maiden name is Wakwam. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. Um, personal is at Chris J. Wakefield and find the show at Chris's Comics Podcast. The Chris's has two S's. <laughs> J. Leo's a Mormon. <laughs> yeah, cum is worse than grease. Yeah. Anyway, it's not grease, it's beard butter. <laughs>